Revelations chapter 2. I'm going to be reading from verse 18. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like the fine brass. I know thy works and thy charity, which is love, benevolent love, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach, and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. I'd like you to pay close attention to some of the stuff he says here. The works is the basis of the reward. Amen? So when you are paying attention to your faith, that's why the apostle Peter said, make due diligence to add to your faith virtue. Good works. Amen? Hallelujah. So that is necessary, needful for the Christian to bear fruit. Amen? We are not supposed to do evil or be evil doers. We're supposed to be good doers. Amen? Doing things that are pleasing to the Lord. Amen? And I will give unto every man, one of you, according to his works. So there is no exemption. It says every one of you. Hallelujah. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Tyatera, as many as have not this doctrine, and have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which you have already, which you have already hold fast till I come. He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. He's talking about the reward now. He that overcometh and keepeth my works, my deeds, my way of doing things, of being of right standing with God, things that are acceptable with God. Hallelujah. Those who do those things unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of a potter. Shall, he, shall they be broken in shivers even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. And he that, he says, he that had an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. The apostle John was in the island of Patmos. He was exiled there when he began to have these visions. And God began to talk to him about the end of days, when living in that time, where people have strange doctrines, uh, things that do not have anything to do with Christ are being brought up, all in the name of somewhat love. Praise God. Now Jesus is here letting us know what is acceptable with him and what is not acceptable with him. Now, if whether you seem to measure up right now or not isn't the issue. We're looking at the standard. Praise the Lord. This is the standard. Then we're going to look at how do we overcome? How do we keep the standard? How do we do the things that God asks us to do? Are they difficult to do? 
uh, the Bible tells us that his commandments are not grievous and it depends on where you are. If you're not saved, which means you're not born again, uh, the things I'm saying like, like right now will be difficult to do. Uh, praise the Lord. Because your nature is not, does not have eternal life. It doesn't have zoe, the life of God. Now, the eternal life in your spirit, you need to have eternal life. When you have the God kind of life in your spirit, you begin to appreciate the things of God and begin to be able to live that life. There is a life to be lived. Amen? Now, if we go to uh, 1 John uh, chapter 5 from verse 1, it says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, that person is born of God. So if you receive Jesus into your heart, you are born of God because God comes in and delivers you, snatches you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and gives you eternal life. He gives you a free gift of righteousness and gives you eternal life. Righteousness or right standing, you are put in the good books of God. Hallelujah. These things are done only by you believing. You have not done anything yet. You don't have to fast to get it. You don't have to do any extra thing to get it. All you have to do is believe. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen? Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him that is begotten of him. So anybody who loves God, who is the begotter, as it were, <laughs> loves him who is born of God, that is the begotten. Amen? If you say that you love God and you do not love the brethren, you're a liar. You see, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. It says, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. But, whose, but whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. I, I want you to note that. You know, we're talking about the overcoming life. And Jesus making a practical statement in the book of Revelation says, He that overcometh, putting the responsibility to overcome with us. Now he's helping us, but he wants us to make the effort. Hallelujah. He said, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever originates from God or comes out of God, whether it be words, actions, creation, whatever it is, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Can we put the old King James there? It says, but for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So, our faith begins with us believing that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, what is faith? 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, but faith is the substance of things hoped for. What do you hope for? The substance of your health is your faith. You have to believe. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, when you're exercising your faith, there'll be people who are going to come around, sent of the devil. I've never seen anyone who came out of what you're in. In fact, I know Jonathan, I know Jude, I know Peterson, I know, you know that crazy preacher down the road? That's how he died. I'll say this to you. When faith is real, it cannot fail. Am I just saying it? Am I trying to be boastful? No. Listen, if you had me exercising faith for something, it didn't work. It means something was wrong with my believing. Don't say, oh, God wanted it that way. He was lonely or something. No. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So he says, and the next verse, which is where I'm actually going, says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There is something that everyone who wants to make progress needs to do. That is, cut out doubt out of your life and build your faith. And cutting out doubt may include cutting some people. Cut them out of your life. Those who don't believe in your progress, they don't believe that your faith will work. You know, when Noah was building the ark, people were laughing. They were jeering at him. They said, look at his fool. Look at what he's doing. There is no, how can, in the middle of a desert, how is, how is rain going to come here? What does he think he's doing? So these stupid Christians, that's how they always talk. And the man was putting the nails together, putting the thing together. The Bible says they were marrying and giving in marriage. They were drinking, they were buying and selling until the day that Noah entered the ark and the doors were shut and God sealed the ark from the inside, from the outside. Then the rains began to come. When the rains were ankle deep, they said, no, it's regular. You know, I mean, it ain't a big deal. You know, and the scientists were, were calculating and, you know, and the likes of, uh, uh, what do you call them? The World Health Organization was saying their stuff. When it got knee deep, some people said, wow, wow. The people living up here said, that's why I told you don't live in the valley. You know, you, you need to move up here. <laughs> it got waste, waste deep and they said okay let's move on to the highlands until the water covered the highlands then they began to say oh Noah was right 
Then they began to scramble for the sheep. The funny thing was, he, he, even he could not open it because God sealed it from the outside. So they screamed until they all died. Your faith does not need cheerleaders. Hannah had two wives. One had children. Hannah did not have a child. So Hannah went to church. While her mate was laughing at her, he said, church cannot save you with this thing. You are finished. You can't have your dry tree. Then she went to church. And she began to pray. Say, Lord, help your hand me. If you will give me a seed, a male seed, I will give him to you all the days of his life. And while she was talking, her lips moved, the Bible says, but her words were not heard. Eli came, the high priest, and said, woman, kick your booze. If you stop drinking, maybe God will do something for you. And she said, hallelujah. And Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord. I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I poured up my soul before the Lord. You know what happened? She had Samuel. She brought him, left him in the house of God. Then God gave her other children. Now we're going to look at a certain man in the Bible, King Uzziah. Can we go to 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1? Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father Amaziah. And he built Elot and restored it to Judah, after that the king slept with his fathers. Sixteen years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty and two years in Jerusalem, which means he reigned fifty-two years. And his mother's name also was Jecoleah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Messiah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Can we have this in the Amplified Version? He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the things of God. Who instructed him in what? The things of God. And as long as he sought, inquired of, yearned for the Lord, God made him prosper. The scripture says, they that seek the Lord, that was what this man was doing, shall not want any good thing. He went forth and warred against the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gad and the wall of Jebna and the wall of Ashdod and built cities in Ashdod and among the Philistines. And God helped him. God helped him. Who helped him? God. God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Gobel, Gobel, and the, the Mehunims. And the Ammonites gave gifts unto Uzziah. Why? They were afraid of him. And his name spread abroad even to the entering of Egypt. The Egyptians, Egypt was the civilization of that day. 
they heard of him. For he strengthened himself exceedingly. How? By the knowledge of God. The Bible says if God be for us, who can be against us? He causes us always to triumph. There is no time that God causes us to fail. If you failed, you had to have walked away from God and his word. Moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and at the valley gate and at the turning of the wall and fortified them. And he also he built towers in the desert and digged many wells for he had much cattle both in the low country and in the plains. Husbandmen also and vine dressers in the mountains and in camel for he loved husbandry. Moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men that went out to war by bands. Uh, according to the number of the account by the hand of, of, of Jael, the scribe, uh, um, uh, Messiah, the ruler, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains, and the whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor were 2,600. And under their hand was an army, 300,000 and 7,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. Why were all these things happening? He had the favor of God. He had the favor of God. He was walking with God. As Christians, we're not losers. The Christian is not a weak person, a weak, weakling, you know, you know, they just, you know, things are just, the, the devil's turning, to, turning the Christian to a punching bag. No, we're not weak. The Bible says, while we're yet without strength, in due season, Christ died for the ungodly. Now he has come into our lives and he says, behold, I give unto you power. To tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. And he has vowed concerning us. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. So this man, as he was being instructed by the prophet and he was following the word of God. Listen, if you come to church, get yourself a Bible and get somebody to write with. There are two things happening. I'm talking to you, you write it down. Then God is talking to you. What do I mean? God is talking to you by the things I'm saying, but everyone here, if you listen, there's something that springs up inside of you while I'm talking. Write that thing down. That's God speaking to you. Now, let's come to verse 15. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks, the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones with, it, with all, and his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped. Ah, glory. He was marvelously helped, and he was, till he was strong. He was what? Marvelously helped, until he was strong. He was listening to the instructions of the word of God, and was growing and seeking the Lord, and he was marvelously helped. And he became strong. Now, for some who don't know what they're doing, when they now become strong, they now start thinking some things. And this was what happened to this man. The devil came in. He said, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense 
which was not his place to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So as you're seeking God and seeking his will and ready to do it, because the Bible says, let's go to James chapter, can we put up James chapter 1 verse 22? But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Whilst you're speaking the word, you're meditating on the word, I'm coming out of this. God will deliver me. I cannot remain here. I'm born of God. I'm different. First of all, make up your mind you're different. Because you're born of God. If you haven't given your life to Christ, you need to. Secondly, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that you can talk in tongues. Pray in other tongues. So I don't believe in that. Can we look at Jude chapter 1 verse 20? It says, but you beloved, build yourselves up. Founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Do you see that? Make progress. Rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. Praying in the Holy Spirit. So the more you pray in the Spirit, the more development comes to you. The more progress comes into your life. You become empowered. You begin to have, you, you, you develop the capacity to receive spiritual verities. When Jesus talks to you, you will believe it. Do you understand what I'm saying? God wants you there. Jesus said, I have many things to say to you. But you're not able to bear them now. But when the Holy Ghost is come, the spirit of truth, he will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. And he'll bring to your remembrance all that I have taught you. 